Welcome to Showing Up For You, where the conversations are hard but need to be had. I'm Jasmine. And I'm Sean. We're using our life's experiences to help us process the next steps. We're excited to have you. Welcome to another episode of Oh my God, I feel like I have a radio voice this morning. Yes, okay. Queen. Welcome to Showing Up For You. Hey, Jasmine. What is up, everybody? <laughs> Welcome. We are recording in the morning. It's nice. I know. Um, I feel like I sound like Theo from 92.3 to B. Do, do you know? Okay, no. Okay, so LA. Okay, but Let's I was just... about to say, is that an okay, LA station? Because we don't okay. got that up here. Oh Let my me God. tell you. So Theo had us thinking he was black for all these years, right? <laughs> and because like... <laughs> Because um, it wasn't like I, w- I grew up in the age where it wasn't like we can just Google him, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Like who is you the had to of- trust? You know what I mean? Theo from ninety two point three the beat, and if you are from California or you know the Inland Empire, you know what I'm saying. Theo sounded like the most chocolatey black man mm-hmm. that walked the earth. Just swooned, just you. oh my god, he sounded amazing, and then. We saw a picture of him and I don't want to get this wrong, but he looked to be, I don't know if he's Korean. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. He's not black. Yes. And um, it threw us all for a loop, but for years. Right. We just knew he was, (laughs) he was this most smooth talking. Just had people on lock on the radio. Do you remember there was like a phase recently I don't know. I mean, it probably showed up on yours and I's timelines because our algorithm is very similar. <laughs> but it was like songs that you thought were like sung by a black man or a black woman, but definitely was not a black man or a black woman. Do you? No, do you? I don't. I think we we sent each other. It was like oh, it was ago. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> we really touched you back and which forth. one it was. Same. We'll have to figure that because that was what we was both shook. Like we've yeah. been singing this our whole life. It's been at the cookouts, and here. I- <laughs> I know we were like two step into it, you know what it's like. That's just one of those things, like when you know, with when radio mm-hmm. was just radio and not, you know, um, a video countdown or like a live Breakfast Club type thing. Mm-hmm. You you just had to trust the part. had to trust. So anyway, said all that to say that um, I just felt I felt like I sounded really good, like Theo did. Um, that's funny. Anyway, how was your weekend? <laughs> oh my gosh, my weekend was great. Um, I came back from vacation, mm-hmm. a much needed vacation. So that was really nice. I got to go to LA and spend some time there and catch some sunshine, which was lovely. It must be nice. Enough of that then, since yeah. we are not having sunshine here. I did not share, but how um, was your weekend? Oh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, don't just skate over here to the uh, foggy, That's overcast right. state now that you're back home. Um, but we my, celebrated you. I was about to answer that. <laughs> my weekend was great because we had a baby shower. We did. And that was really, really the sweetest. And it was the best because I am a very simple and intimate person. Mm-hmm. And it was literally like all of my closest girlfriends and we just got to spend the best time together and I was cheesing the whole time like I hated even having to go to the bathroom 
<laughs> she like, ran at some point. I was like, dang it, ain't this about something? Good timing, Zella. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was amazing. It was um the the location was gorgeous. Mm-hmm. The food was great. Yeah. The, oh my god, everything was perfect. So I'm um I'm I'm on cloud nine. And that's probably the last big thing I'll do before I like hide under a rock and nest for the third and last time <clears throat> in this journey called motherhood. Mm-hmm. So um, all in all, it sounds like we had some really good weekends. Yeah, it was good. Celebrating you was fun. Celebrating babies was fun. Um, meeting your friends was really fun. It's like, it's always fun to like, you know, you hear stories of people, like even when people like meet you at first and my friends will be mm-hmm. like, your aunt, who do you do the podcast with? I finally met her. I saw her. It's like when you just put a face to a name, it's always so funny. So that was really fun. It is. It is so, it was so, it was so cute. Okay. I don't know whose idea this game was, mm-hmm. but the one where you guys had like people write like the vague stories. Mm-hmm of how they met me but here's where this backfired because i knew all the answers i happen to have i don't meet people like normal people no like i'm I'm, i don't think i've ever (laughs) met somebody where i was like hey how you doing right my name is and so like when they read the cards when the hosts read the cards off you know quote unquote anonymously right there were so many details that triggered me where i'm like i know who that is you knew every single one because everything was like specific to something like one one person that i met um my neighbor which i love 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 and um i the way we met was i showed up at her door one day like after like a few months of her living in the new house And I showed up at her door with a um, packet of 460 water balloons and I handed it to her and I was like, I challenge you to a water balloon fight. And she was like, game on. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> friendship ever since. And I left like, do what you will. Here's your material. This is it. And ever since then, like there's the, it's just been great. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so, um, everything every time you guys read off something it was something wild and i'm like oh i know exactly what that is yeah so there was it it was so it just it just reminds you like you know who you run into in life Mm -hmm. and you know anyway it was it was really really great yeah it was fun it was super special it was fun um we got to reminisce yeah you know Mm -hmm. which was really cool and i think sometimes it's fun to reminisce sometimes and think about you know past things that have happened so yeah love that that's a good word for it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, today's is uh, I'm actually looking forward to like this episode because um, we're kind of like approaching a more random. So we have like these questions that we kind of just been like throwing out there, and like I was actually looking at them and I'm like, I think there's like a running theme mm-hmm. of like blast from the past. Yeah. And it's not even like our past or like, it's just, it's, it's, it's random, but, um, I'm really excited because, um, I'm curious to know some of your answers. Mm-hmm. And so I'm, I'm really excited. So I'm going to throw them at you. Well, I'll throw the first one at you. Perfect. And, um, I'm going to put you on the spot. <laughs> it's always my favorite thing. Y'all know how she does me. All right. So, uh, what is the best lesson you've learned from an ex? 
Which one? I'm just kidding. Don't you dare. Just say, <laughs> just tell me the best. Like, like what oh is the best gosh. takeaway? Even if like the relationship, well, I mean, because they all couldn't have been great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let me tell you. I'm just kidding. We're not going there. Oh my God. We don't have to <laughs> the best, Right. I'm out. I told her she comes for me. Um, the best mm-hmm. takeaway that I've had from an ex. That's such a hard question because I feel like I try to be super reflective mm-hmm. in like, you know, what did I learn from this? Not mm-hmm. in an overly optimistic way, but I think the best um, lesson that I took away from one individual in particular was um, learning how to be present independently, mm-hmm. but also relationally. What does that mean? Meaning like I when I was with um, this individual, it was just like, when you see him, you see her. When you see her, you see him. It was just constantly like mm-hmm. the two of us, two of us, two of us. And like at the age I was at, I was like, oh, how dreamy. Like everybody, Ew. you know what I mean? Like <laughs> sees the two of us and like, yeah, y'all go, no, when you see him, you see me kind of thing. But um, that turned into some unhealthy codependency. Mm, I can see. You know, with one another. And so that just like when you weren't, you know, here for something, I was frustrated or, you know, and vice mm-hmm. versa, or it felt like we needed to do, do too many things together. And I'm like, in all reality, we don't like all the same things and that's okay. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm sitting here trying to force myself to like stuff that you do and that's dumb. Right. Personal opinion. And so I think like the biggest takeaway that I took from that and, um, you know, I'm still friends with this person, but has really, they've encouraged me to be like, be present for yourself independently while you're in a relationship with someone because like that's you you continue to grow and the hope is to be Mm -hmm. with somebody who wants to grow with you and encourage that growth and you know you're able to have independent goals for yourself and like new things that you want to reach where you know first I wasn't even married to this person I was dating them oh yeah you know and so I was Mm -hmm. sitting here like wanting to be like what are it's the it was so much like we and us language Mm -hmm. that I forgot to have like me and my language right so that was probably the biggest takeaway that I took from that. That's good. I think that's like a good lesson to learn because I don't want to lose myself in anybody. Like I want to mm-hmm. be myself and then contribute to the relationship. Right. And if I'm if I'm whoever you need me to be, like I'm not I'm not able to genuinely bring who I am. Mm-hmm. I'm just on full compromise mode right which you know i mean like that can that's a whole nother conversation compromise right? right so yeah i like that um i think that's big yeah um for me um i think i learned like people are gonna people like for the people they love so like the the reason i say it like that it makes sense in my head so follow me mm-hmm. but really- like i don't necessarily believe in changing who you are for someone. I believe in working with the person to either communicate that you can't be that or mm. um, or communicate like where there can be a slight compromise, yeah. right? And anybody that's married, like, you know, for me and my chocolate man, it'll be 10 years this year, right? Ooh. And so what we've learned is like, there has to be some compromise. Yeah. But that doesn't mean I'm compromising myself. Right. I'm compromising a few things that maybe I contribute. Right. Mm. Um, but I was in a relationship prior to 
um, the one that I'm blessed to be in now. And I wanted what I have now with that person. Right. And I remember just like feeling like, why can't you be who I need you to be? Mm -hmm. Like, I know, I know you love me. I know you want a future with me. Why can't you take these steps for me? Yeah. And he he couldn't. Yeah. And so finally I was like, I got to go. Like, I, Mm -hmm. I love you, but I got to go. You know what I mean? And so, but then after I left, he started to do all the things that I would have needed him to do in the relationship. And I was like, why did, why did you do that? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and it let me know that like, even though, you know, like timing was perfect and it was great that timing was off, but like, yeah, when you're in a relationship, like you are going to either put the effort of communicating or making clear about the stage in your life forward whether that's, hey, I can't be what you need me to be right now. Right. Give me some time. Or whether that's, you know what? I do want to be that person and I'm working on it. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But um, people are going to be that person, that communicative or that ma- that mature person for the people they love. Yeah. And you could be in love with somebody or in love somebody and those are two different things you know what I mean Mm. and so you have to understand that like not everybody is worth working that out for and you have to be okay if you're not that person you know what I mean like as 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 perfect as I want to think I am um I wasn't that person Mm. for the few before you know and I like I know a lot of people like to say like I'm the one that got away I can see that you know, but I also agree that like, if somebody let you slip through their fingers, like there was a reason yeah. you didn't necessarily get away. They either you weren't for them, right, or they just weren't ready for you at the time. Yeah. So you you didn't get away. You just it just the timing was wrong. You know what I mean? Or mm-hmm. you just didn't belong in that relationship. Mm-hmm. And so people are going to people for the people they love. Like they're going to be who they need to be or communicate who they want to be yeah. for the people they love. And that's okay that you're not on the receiving end. You know what I mean? You did not have to come for everybody's throat. Like, Oh my God. <laughs> next question. Jesus. No, no there's something that you brought up that I wanted. No, the whole time I actually am sweating so much. Oh man. Cause a lot of that resonates. It's fine. <laughs> um, Shoot, it's it's slipping through my fingers. Oh my god! Uh, it's gonna come back. It, okay. Hopefully, it comes back. <laughs> that was good. I just want to say everything that you said was so good, <clears throat> and I think there's so many takeaways because it's. I think relationally, personally, I think that it's so. It really is so easy to be like, I am perfect. Mm-hmm. I did all the things, and it's like we really don't want to take the time to recognize that we are not the person for somebody. Yeah. You know, it's it's the same thing applies for friendships. The same thing applies for you know what I mean. Like, Mm you you're you're just not that person, and that's okay. Mm -hmm. Because why would you want to get stuck in misery? Anyways, Mm, true that. Do you want me to go? Yeah. Okay. Lord. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Wait. On topic. (laughs) Um. (laughs) You're married to my uncle. And I'm like, you about to have this whole baby, I know, right? ma'am. 
Um, <laughs> but you guys have been dating for, or not dating, well, you've been married for almost 10 years, which is amazing. Such a beautiful day. But just going, take it back. Let's take it back. Black to the, blast to the past. Uh, that goes. If you could go we back you. and approach <laughs> dating differently, would you? Would I? And if so, how would you approach it differently? Give it to a single lady. Don't you start this. Uh... Okay. So how would I approach dating him or dating period? Like, I'm going to say period. Period. Um, so I think it would depend on like the time or presence. Like I, I, I can honestly say I've been in what I would consider like three different serious relationships before mm-hmm. my, my husband. Um, so, but each one, I was a different like level of mature. Yeah. And so like, I, it's like I learned, I leveled up each time. Mm-hmm. Like, Ooh, I know what to ask this nice. time. Um, so how would I approach dating? Um, I think that I would have gone into, and then by the time I started really dating, I was in college. Like I just didn't feel the need to be present with anybody besides my friends in high school. Cause I was like, what, what can you do for me? All right. I got stuff to do. So college. Okay. Um, I approached it more, I guess, willingly and less, um, like, I don't think I was as firm on my standards as I thought I was mm-hmm. right like mm-hmm. I can remember if I'm honest like this is this is a safe place if I'm honest um there were a few times where I almost slipped up and I said I wouldn't like I was just like willing to fold yeah you know what I mean yeah and um I was teeter-tottering between like be like you got to give a little to get a little. Mm-hmm. Um, so when it came to approaching dating, I went in um, firm, but I also remember, excuse me, sorry. I just also remember like being like, you ever, <sighs> you ever feel yourself? <sighs> How do I say it? Oh, I'm so stuck. It's almost like I, was ready to be talked into something. Oh, yes. You know what I mean? Like, like peer I, pressure, but like... Yeah, mm, I was like, yeah. I mean, if you if you beg hard enough, I might... Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like if you, if you work hard enough or you yeah. show so like this amount of extra effort right. kind of thing. Instead of having a firm... Yeah. yeah. So I approach dating that way, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and then what was the other part of the question? Oh, 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 shoot. Sorry. Because I, so I started like... If you could go back and approach it differently, <clears throat> would you? And how would you do it? Oh, okay. So real, realistically, yeah, I'd want to go into it with a more mature mindset. But I do think that I wouldn't change anything because I don't know that I would have learned the hard lessons. Mm-hmm. Like I remember um, being in a relationship. or no, It wasn't even a real relationship. I remember like dating this guy and we had like one encounter and um he pretty much was like yeah i think that if we go further i'll i'll ruin you like he flat out told me that and i was like well, what do you what does that mean fellas really be bold like i'm gonna ruin you just wait have you met me i'll ruin you right just but he was like if you let me 
go to this next stage in our relationship. And yeah. it wasn't even, like I said, it wasn't even a relationship. It was just me being, you know, in college and yeah. um, thinking it was okay to fold on certain things. Mm-hmm. But he was like, you're not this person. He was like, I don't know who you're trying to be. Mom. But you're not this person. And I don't want to be responsible for this. You're the one who. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, that was like one of the saddest moments of my life. <laughs> But it was the best thing ever. Yeah. Because I was like, how how crazy that someone had to remind me of who I was. Yeah. Wow. Right? Wow. And so, like, I wouldn't change those moments that put me back on track mm-hmm. because he knew who I was. He knew my, my, my personality and what, you know, everyone thought and what I carried and how I carried myself. Mm-hmm. And so... um I wouldn't change it because I think the mistakes and the embarrassments helped me find myself and then say, okay, I can't do this again. Yeah. Had I gone into it all perfect and like proper, I don't know that I would have learned like what it's like to fail or be rejected Mm. or um, wonder or be confused about if a guy likes me or, you know, get unsolicited advice about test driving the car before you buy it like I, right, you know what I mean right. like, I don't know if I would have <laughs> gone through all that yeah. so I wouldn't change I wouldn't change a thing I love it no and I think my screw-ups uh I think my like my embarrassments and everything made me <laughs> it led her to 10 years of marriage right. and two almost three children later so <sighs> beautiful so, some, it's something beautiful what about you chef's kiss uh, <laughs> I mean, I feel like I sit in a similar boat, you know, I guess it's the easy thing to say, like, it's led me to where I am, mm-hmm. you know, and whatnot. But I do think that if I really had to like sit and analyze of something that I would do differently or how I would approach it is I have this unyielding loyalty to mm-hmm. people that I do not need to have it to. So, well, like, um, I, you know, same here. Most of like my, my serious dating, um, was in college and even like, obviously those things like did not work out for all the right reasons. Mm -hmm. And I think that I realized like, even like after breakups, I still had this loyalty to someone that I was no longer with. Mm. So that prevented me from like having this freedom in like dating and getting to know people. Like if somebody asked me out, I had this like guilt wow. that would like literally like sit in my chest and make, and I would like then bring on shame to myself of like, you should be like ashamed that you're doing these things, mm. you know, which is like, and so I really had to, um, like if I looked back, I think that's something that I very much would want to do differently because I'm like, no, I had the freedom, mm-hmm. you know, to to step into new spaces. And it wasn't that, like, I think that there's been people who have, like, spoken over me of, like, Jasmine, you're just, like, you're just the type to, like, be a wife. You have, like, a wife's mentality. And I'm, mm-hmm. like, don't speak that over me because mm-hmm. that's not what I am and no one has courted me in that way, mm-hmm. you know. And so I just see there's so many moments that I look back that I'm, like, I wish that I would have just, like, let myself – go on more dates, Mm -hmm. get to know people and be friendly. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And just like 
get to just talk and chat to people and like get to them because I'm like I love I love just to get to know people like in general I think Mm -hmm. like now you know because I'm just in you know a different season of life but you know if I'm at a bar and somebody says hi to me I'm not I don't have this guilt you know, that sits with me of like, I can't like, you know, respond to you. Whereas before, like when I was in college, which is like the the prime time, I guess you could say, you know what I mean? <laughs> like going to talk to people because it's much harder now when you have a full-time job and you have a whole life in yeah. all the things. So, yeah. you know, I just look back at that and I'm like, I'm, I'm so bummed that I allowed myself to feel guilty, you know, to have this loyalty to people who didn't reciprocate that to me. And I think we do that more often than mm-hmm. not. Like, I know, bold statement, but, like, I know there's a lot of women in my life, um, you know, close friends of mine who are like, I don't think that I should do this. And I'm like, well, why? Mm. They didn't call you back. They didn't mm-hmm. text you back. Mm-hmm. You don't have a ring on your finger. Yeah. You're single until you're married. That's it. I completely, I completely believe in that. Yeah. Wow. No, that's... uh. That's good right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a... Mm-hmm. Um, we're just going... <laughs> I'm not going to sit here for too long. Right. I'm not playing with you this morning. <laughs> um, okay. If you could go into the future and be your daughter or son's um, best friend, being the, like, main person they ask for relationship advice mm-hmm. from... Um, what would you share with them? Like, I know you don't have kids, but like, mm-hmm. you know, whether you had a boy or a girl, or even if you didn't have kids and you just spoke into one of my roommates, right? Like, mm-hmm. what would you contribute to their dating? Like, what would you tell them about dating? Mm-hmm. I think definitely what I just shared, you know? Yeah. There's no reason to have unyielding loyalty to people who don't have it to you. Boom. That's a big thing. Um, you know, I think another thing would be to like chase after your dreams and your passions and the person who is for you Mm -hmm. will like support you in that and will compliment you in that. Mm -hmm. They're a bonus Mm -hmm. to the things like you've got stuff that you got to get done and you want to happen. Right. I want to make happen for your life. And so I think that like. I would really want to tell, you know, my future son or future daughter of like, go and do your things because the person is going to come whenever they come. Right. Like you're not in a rush. I think that's something that like, I wish somebody would have told me like, what are you in a rush? Like, mm-hmm. you know, if people tell me that now, <laughs> they're like, take a seat. You're fine. Right. Um, that, but I also, um, my last one definitely would just be to allow yourself to get to know people mm-hmm. on a friendship level. Yeah. I think that is so huge. Mm-hmm. Like having a, you know, a partner or whoever it is like in your life that you want to take seriously, they need to be your friend. They I completely agree. need to be your friend first because like I, like my, this is my own thing. Like I just live by like the foundation of a relationship is friendship. 
Mm-hmm. And because I'm like, you, you're going to have days where you just want to come home and you want to vent, not to your partner. Like, mm-hmm. you want to, like, talk to them like they're your friend. Right. You know, and your best friend. Because your best friend is somebody who, like, rides for you when you're not in the room. They go hard for you, you know. And just really, like, when you're not around, that's somebody that's really, like, for you. And so I think, like, that's, you know, for my future son or future daughter. My hope is that they find, like, the deepest friend yeah. before they find anything else. Yeah. I like that. That was like, that's actually like one of the things I was wanting to um, answer with because I do feel like um, one, like I do feel like they need to, I'd want my kids to know the importance of friendship before a relationship. Mm -hmm. Um, Because a lot of times we think that we need to be in a relationship because we're lonely or like we desire companionship or like we um like we have to be present with people and a lot of us are um our our heart is full or we're fed by social interaction right right? and so and a lot of us are fed by alone time Mm -hmm. you know so whatever that balance looks like i'd rather my daughter or son understand what friendship is and then that difference of be okay with being by yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, and so definitely that, you know, just to piggyback off what you're saying about um, friendship versus relationship. Mm-hmm. Second, I I need my kids to know, like, there is nothing, nothing that the opposite sex could offer you. In high school, teenage years, young years, there is no reason for a boyfriend or girlfriend mm-hmm. as a teenager. And I wish that somebody yeah. said that louder for the kids That's these days. so good. Like, what could you do for me? And what exactly am I looking for in you? Mm-hmm. Reality is, um, I'm curious about intimacy or sex. Yeah. Um, or I think it's cool to have somebody on my arm or and i'm speaking as a teenager been there done that right yeah um I'm, come on sean <laughs> i think it's cool to have somebody on my arm i want somebody to talk to on the phone at night i want mm-hmm. like or I'm, i just have a crush and i want to expand on this yeah. right but the reality is like this 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 17 year old boy he don't pay a mortgage <laughs> he doesn't he doesn't have a credit score right he can't tell you, he can't provide medical benefits if right. something happened. Mm-hmm. You'd be on his mom's insurance right. or mine, right? Like, you know what I mean? That's so um, true. And, you know, I look at like, I look at like with my son, like, if you get caught up in this whole chasing girls thing, mm-hmm. you you ready to be a teen dad? Because I'm going to make you, I'm going to make you show up. Because we getting visitation rights. Like, right. We, right. <laughs> we are sharing custody. Yes. You're going to have to, baby. our baby, right? <laughs> and so I look at that, like, and I want, I would want my kids to know, like, high school is not a dating pit. Yeah. It is not. College, you have an idea of who you are. You're, you're more than likely not under my roof. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like, I would want them to understand how minimal and tiny a con- of a contribution having a girlfriend or boyfriend in high school or as a teenager is. Yeah. And 
I mean, that that's that's really like the bigger thing, mm-hmm. you know, because I think even um, you kind of mentioned um, telling yourself, like, take your time, chill out. Right. Yes. We have this idea and it could be society. It could be traditionally. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But culturally, it's like your biological clock is ticking. And, you know, what I mean, it could, yeah. it's all these things. And we feel like we have this gap and we have to pass through Mm -hmm. by this age or by this time. Right. So you have kids thinking like, I need to find my mate now. Cause I want to say that I have my high school sweetheart. I married that. Right. Like it all sound like a pretty story, but it's, you're going to tell it once and then let me tell you, that's the, I'm going to be honest. I don't think it sounds like a pretty story at all. It sounds like I found my person and I'm learning with them. And I'm more committed because of the time put in. Mm. In a lot of situations, it's like I'm more committed because of the time put in rather than I've had time by myself. Right. And then I can contribute to this relationship. Mm-hmm. Because the reality is when you have that high school sweetheart, you were never an adult on your own. No. You never were. Yeah. Not, And it's not even about dating other people. It's about struggling on your own and knowing how to handle you so that yeah. you can bring in you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Positive contributions. Yeah. You know, I look at it like, um, if me and my husband dated in high school, um, I don't know that he would have had time to address his like daddy issues on his own before yeah. coming to me. I don't know if I would have had time to address my mommy issues before coming to him. Yeah. Because we would have just already been struggling together. Right. You know what I mean? And so I think that there are so many people it works for. At the end of the day, though, like, I want people to acknowledge that, like, it's okay to separate. Yeah. And get to know yourself before you contribute to a lifelong relationship. Mm -hmm. So I said all that to say, I don't want my children to think that there's any like major thing or necessity in having a relationship in high school. You don't even know, you don't even know what your, you know, car insurance costs yet. Like you just, right. right. What can you contribute? Mm -hmm. So, um, that's what I, that's what I would want them to know. Like, take your time. You don't, yeah. You don't need to be thinking about this right now. No, that is so good. I, now that you bring that up, I'm like, for sure. Like we've both had the opportunity to live by ourselves mm-hmm. and do our own things. And like when, you know, when I was living alone, you would always call me and tell me, I just, I'm just jealous of your life right now. Because oh, like- <laughs> absolutely. Because I like, I've lived it. Like it's, yeah, it's like, and it's not a matter of like, I want to go back. It's a matter of like, mm-hmm. it, I, I, you know, I would tell you like, be in this moment, mm-hmm. take advantage of this moment yeah, because I was there. I was in my own apartment. I was in my own space. Mm-hmm. I was, I could not, you know, be obligated to be present for anybody. Yeah. And that was perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. And I loved, I love that for you. I think yeah. every, every young person should do that. Absolutely. Um, I have a friend right now who is, um, I think like two years younger than me or something like that. She's having her first moment. Of, like, living by herself. And when she said, like, when she told me, I lit up for her because I'm like, you don't know 
the goodness that's going to come out of this. Oh you God. learn so much by about yourself. Mm-hmm. Like when you're having a bad day, when you're having a good day, like all the things, like mm-hmm. there's just so much that comes out of it that you learn by yourself that anybody who enters your space, you've got to bring a, you're a bonus and you have to bring mm-hmm. something to my space in order to be here. And you know that before they come in, they don't, yes. they don't have the like power to identify Mm-mm. or correct it. Yeah. That's this a beautiful my house. thing. This is how it's set up. What are we're, we are having dinner? What are you bringing to dinner? Like mm-hmm. it's just small, you know, subconscious things that it's like you really, it, it takes time to identify it, yeah. but it's like, well, yeah. Oh yeah. I just like, I'm like, I get giddy about it because it really is such a special moment. It is. Mm-hmm. Okay. It is. Moving on. I'm like, we could sit here forever. Know, I'm like, living alone, it's the best. It's our kryptonite. Like. Um Okay. So question. We're blast from the past. Can you identify a moment when you started asking for advice? Because when um, you're young, you kind of are like going through the like I'm told, you know, mm-hmm. to do certain things. But do you recall when you started asking for advice? Mm. you know what so yikes um wow um yes um uh, I would say it was like f- 15 between 15 and 16 mm. because like years 12 through 14 a lot happened to me mm. and it was so confusing and I was just trying to like be obedient and do whatever I was told. Yeah. But then I had a group of, um, there were a group of women that mentored me and my sister and my cousin. Mm-hmm. It was called Young Women of Virtue. Shout out to Young oh, Women of Virtue. Cute. It was so cute. I love it was that. so cute. And that's how I met my self-proclaimed godmom. Yeah. Who is now um, literally like a, a grandma to my kids, She's and she the great she don't she don't play about her goddaughter. Mm-hmm. Um, but her love for me, um, and 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 then simultaneously, like there were like two other women in my life that just made themselves present. They were um, they created an atmosphere where they made me feel comfortable enough to ask questions. Mm, mm-hmm. And so I won't say that like, I just was like so bold enough to ask for advice. No. Yeah. They created that atmosphere. Mm-hmm. And what that looked like is, you know, one of them was a teacher and she um, um, taught at my high school and she would change my schedule. Like she worked with the guidance counselor, like changed my schedule to honors classes mm-hmm. when she knew I was smarter, but I didn't want to do it. Real one. <laughs> real one and I was like how did I end up in AP uh, right I don't ask for this. hated it but she challenged me but she gave me that space to ask the question anyway so I say all that to say I was about 15 and it when I saw these models of women I knew like there's no way they're all here and I and I can't pick something up mm. so I just I kind of got into this mode of like I'm gonna just sit and just ask all the questions. So um, I started to, you know, inquire about college Mm -hmm. before them. I, that wasn't something that was spoken of in my household. It wasn't like, you're going to go to college, you're going to be something. That wasn't 
what was, ex- you know, that wasn't a thing mm-hmm. um, or it wasn't heavily promoted. I'll say that. Yeah. Um, and so when I saw them, I was like, I know what I want now. Yeah. I knew I didn't want this. Right. But I now I know that that's what I want. And mm-hmm. so it came from the atmosphere that was created. I hope that answers. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. That answers perfectly. That is so good. I think, um, you know, that's I, it's really beautiful to see um, older women really take younger women underneath their wings because it really is like so needed and something that you know you and I talk about so often like that's something that I still pray for to this day like Mm -hmm. in my life because I'm like you don't see it too much anymore which Mm -hmm. is such a bummer so I love that you had that experience right And and I pray that like outside of me my daughter has those things you know because Mm -hmm. now I think about it like my god mom like always just been a businesswoman. She had her own business and she has always like, she's ran her own business and like been a boss for years. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't know how she does it. You know, um, the other women in my life, like have like reached the top of their credentials, Yeah, have like exceeded in different types of black women, like mm-hmm. just, just out there thriving. Yeah, And it's like one thing to see them, succeed and another thing to say like you have time to feed me meaning like you have time to sew into me Mm -hmm. i'm i'm getting all of the advice i still text and be like what you do when you Uh uh-huh uh-huh what you put on your resume uh, (laughs) (laughs) help a girl out i do i love that um i i feel like i have a hard time really identifying it because I I would actually say probably it wasn't until like my freshman year of college, mm. like where I can very vividly be like, this is when I started asking for advice. Right. Because like when I, I always call it like my season of confusion <laughs> was literally freshman year to senior year mm-hmm. because um, there was, you know, um, there was a lot moving in my life at that time and just what my context looked like i was um i was navigating it i was trying to take inventory i was trying to understand it the best way that i could mm-hmm. you know know how and so it wasn't until i got to college and i was around strangers that i began to ask for advice because i didn't feel safe to ask for advice in my previous environment wow so see how important that is like yikes crazy because i was i somehow i'm like you felt safer with strangers yeah than you did with your people because all i would get is i'm i if i like you know look back all i got was unsolicited so if you're giving it to me Mm. anyways why would i approach you that's a pattern like i think that yeah it sounds like we went through the same like similar yes what wow it is crazy really dangerous yeah i'm so sorry oh i mean it's okay i'm like now i'm like well it is what it is but but it is it it is a bummer and that's why like that's why i love i love knowing your god mom because i'm like she's just the best to me and i'm like you know so i just i praise that so much because i'm like it really is like so needed but for me it wasn't until i got to college i was around strangers because i'm like you don't personally know 
anything about me that mm. you know so i can just give it to you and lay down on you and you can like because i think that when i ask for advice i want the logical analytical you know mm-hmm. kind of answer so i'm like for some of the people that i would ask advice for i knew that they would give it to me and be like okay these are the facts that you've laid out for me and this is the conclusion that i've come to and this is how i can advise you right rather than looking at the way you're judged or your past mm-hmm. or all the emotions not, involved into you know, it Mm-hmm. And that's just, that's the that's the unfortunate thing is like a lot of our people people mm-hmm. that we want to have that atmosphere with to ask those advice things, they are still living in what they thought about us yes. years ago, mm-hmm. and they haven't let go. Yeah, and and recognize our growth. Mm-hmm. So why would I give you an, a logical answer or one that would actually bring you to a better standard? Right. If I'm still like hating on. You know, two Thanksgivings ago, you said that you, uh, <laughs> right. Or you said you were going to show up to this and you did, or whatever. Yeah. It may be. That's crazy. Yeah. So it's pretty wild. And I actually, I probably still, till this day, like I have a mentor from college. And mm-hmm. I mean, he's more, I would consider him my professional mentor, mm-hmm. I guess you could say. And mm-hmm. to this day, I mean, I haven't seen him in probably five years or so now. Mm-hmm. And, but I'll just be like, hey, Bill, da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Nice. And he'll always like give it back to me, which is great. But, Thank you, Bill. Right? Shout out to Bill. But because he's created a space and like there's also other individuals that I have more personal relationships with that I, Mm -hmm. you know, grew in college. They've encouraged me to know how to ask for advice for from people that I said I didn't feel safe asking for advice, Mm -hmm. you know, but they, you know, it, it was recognizing like. Who has weight in your life that you want advice from? Mm-hmm. But what is it that you're genuinely asking for them? Is it approval? Is it affirmation? Is it sound oh, advice? Is didn't it? We talk about this. Yeah, we did. This a little is sounding bit. a little too, uh, too close to home. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. and that's crazy that it comes with that. Like that yeah. advice comes with baggage. It does, and then so you don't want it. No, I don't need that from you. Mm-hmm. I'd rather, like you said, go to someone who doesn't have these biases towards right. me or these like. Mm-hmm. And it's like, honestly, that's why so many of us should and do go to therapy because it's like there is somebody that knows nothing. It feels safer than to go to somebody who really Mm. personal knows us and can bring in their biases, good or bad. Right. You know, because even like there's times that I'm like, my auntie Sean is so she goes so hard for me and she loves me so much. But I'm like, which answer is she going to give me today? You know what I mean? You know what? That's. That is something that I think we both struggle with because mm-hmm. we do, we love hard. Yeah. Um, but I know that you allow me to, you know, there are times I have to preface with Jasmine. I have to go, okay, understand that before I say this, I'm okay with being the bad guy in your life. Yep. And yep. I say, it's okay if you hate me after this. You could hang up. We could talk tomorrow. Keep your location on. I've literally had to like say these things. And then yeah. I'm like... This is what you did, and I know that you see this, and I know, and mm-hmm. you allow me that space, yeah. and it's like that direct. But at the end of the day, like even if I were the one to make you cry, I'm also like I will cradle you until you are fine. Right. You know what I mean. Right. And so I am thankful that you give me that space to be that because mm-hmm. I don't want you to feel like the advice is all based on how cute I think you are. Mm-hmm. That junk is never gonna help you grow. Exactly. You know what I mean. Yep. So I. I appreciate you giving me that. For sure. I appreciate you taking my eye rolls and my size. I know. I'm like, I love you anyway. You're still cute. (laughs) You're still cute. 
I would like, okay. Thank you, Queen. I'm like, I'm not gonna look directly at I her. I really will be like, all right, Auntie. <laughs> or she'll be or she'll be so silent on the phone and I'm like, Are you still there? That's and she's like, true. Yes. And I'm like, okay, do you hate me enough to hang up? Or can I finish? I really am the silent killer. <laughs> Somebody told me that recently. Somebody thought I was coming for their head. And one of my friends was like, no. You would know if she was. It was it's so funny. Like, she'll, we'll talk about something or you're like, I need your advice. And I'm like, if you ask for my advice, you don't get to pretty it up. Yep. You don't get to, like, tell me I'm too hard. Like, you, you know me. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. But then I also love that Jasmine is like... um, I'll be nervous about something and I'll be like, I need to FaceTime you and I'll show her the thing or I'll be doing it. And she'll be like, okay, this is too much or no, you're, you know, you're overthinking it. This is great. Like mm-hmm. she will directly and I trust it and I'm not, yeah, I'm not scared of it. I'm not like mm-hmm. intimidated. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. By Cause my approach with you is this is how you're seeing it. And this is what is actually what yeah. I see, but also this is what it is for you. Yeah, that's and it's, true. It's about knowing the person you're giving advice to as well. Yeah. Wow, that's so funny. I love that. Okay, <laughs> I think this is my last question. Okay, you have like one more. I think you so. have one more in you. Yeah, I have one more. Okay. <laughs> All right. Ooh, this one is good. Okay, okay, okay. If you travel to the past and had a chance to talk to your parent for an hour without telling them that you're their child, okay. What would you want to talk about? Oh, this is Tries not so to slam good. my phone down. <laughs> Why would I want to tell oh, you about my God. that? Is a fire question. Uh, better, you better answer it. I know you got some, oh, and you yeah. can choose a parent, or you can tell me what you would say to both. I would say I'll say to both. Like, um, if you were just, like, if you ran up on them on, on a date just, or something, like, you <laughs> just... <laughs> I'm like, is it a first date? So are we coming hard or Because didn't they go to school together? Did they go to school? Yeah. Oh, shoot. Yeah, so okay. my parents went to school together. Um, <sighs> but so it, it's actually hilarious. I would... I just... I'm so curious. There's so many things I'm so curious about that I'm like, what what would be the big question? They'll give me all the answers, right? Um, oh, or no, because you're telling me you're, you're wanting to... Mm-hmm. yeah okay I give it, I, yes yeah okay, never mind i'm like there's just some there's so much that i want to know but yeah my parents they went to high school together mm-hmm. and um i think that i if i could like okay sit down i have an hour shoot i'm like there's so many things i think that i would want to talk about um life before knowing one another mm-hmm my parents had two very different walks of life mm-hmm. and like like not even they were in the same state for maybe two years oh, wow. or something like that and so mm-hmm. i would want to know like what what in your life brought you to this point what in your life you know led you to be who you are and i know it sounds so vague but i know that like the, the older that i'm getting now I'm beginning to kind of ask some of those questions, Wow. Um, which is great. I'm super thankful that one of my parents allows me the space to do so. But I just want to know, like, what were your hurts and what were your fears in your childhood that's, like, got you to the place that you're in now? Like, what was that like? Wow. 
because there's so many things like I sit and I think about my own life and I'm like I know that kind of this is kind of relating to the question that you know or about like talking with your kids Mm -hmm. I know that when I approach motherhood one day I want to tell my kids about the fears that I had Mm -hmm. when I was a kid and things that scared me or what intimidated me you know in my life because I think that is it's just so telling it's so telling how your personality forms like I know it's true you know when I was younger I was just like so bubbly and had like a big personality and now there's you know moments where I stand in a room and I feel like debilitated but I know exactly why Mm. you know and so I'm like I could be able to communicate that so like I think if I were to have an hour I want to know like what were your hurts what were your fears like in your childhood that like led you to like the person that you are now and like what did that look like when you guys met each other dick because well okay that is okay that's so deep because then you think about it like you would then understand as a child why they did certain things to you or had created atmospheres for you in their relationship because mm-hmm. your parents um, are separate or weren't married. Mm-hmm. And um, and I'm only saying this for context, yeah. but yeah. so you said in a few episodes just for the people um, ago, like they never lived in the same house. Nope. So you always had to deal with like separate relationships. Yeah. And so you knowing that information of like, what happened to you? Like, who hurt you? Right, exactly. You could at least, like, carry that into how you had to deal with them one-on-one in mm-hmm. different, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. That's actually super powerful. Mm-hmm. I'm just, because there's just so much curiosity that I have because, you know, a lot of people in, have, and I know most people don't see it this way, and if I get reprimanded, that's okay with me. But, like, even if some parents get divorced, they some kids still had the luxury of having their parents in the same household and seeing them operate with one another i personally see that as a luxury okay let me let me tell you why i agree yes it's a luxury because you you experienced how they cohabitate yes meaning if they are toxic for one another you saw this is either what i don't want Mm -hmm. or they are wow Okay, that's actually a great way to say it. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that you'll get any, you know, flack for that because it's always a plus to see how people cohabitate. It's always a plus to Mm -hmm. see y'all don't belong together. Right. Or you guys know how to work it out for the kids. Yeah. Or you guys really are in love and you just might be happy without us. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But it's like I I never had that, which is fine. I'm I don't feel like you know I fully missed out on anything or whatever. But Dang that is something, and that I'm like, yeah, I wish I would I would have loved, or that's why that's why I would ask the question that I would ask because yeah. I feel like some of those answers I could have found for myself. Yeah, they would have you know been what no I mean? brainers, yeah. right? Exactly, but. Yeah, you would have seen triggers. That, yeah. Yeah, to be like, okay, you know, I kind of like, understand because, like, I know you're, like, I know my grandparents, I was blessed to know both my grandparents, and so it's like, I could be like, okay, let me, you know what I mean? You see patterns. And yeah, the mind map see, is connecting yeah, differently. but for me, I, I'm like, I, ha- I have to make the map. Ooh. That's fine. Your turn. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just wrap this up right away. Jesus, rude. Okay, so I actually like, I'm going to come off of that a little bit because mm-hmm. I did experience my parents. There was a short season where like they were on and off, right? 
And so there was a season where I got to see them together. And then there was like, there were seasons where like they were not in the same house. And so what I will say is like, I didn't see an issue. Um, I wouldn't say intimately, I would say attraction wise, Mm, because I don't think that I saw like true intimacy. Right. Um, I can tell though that there was attraction. Yeah. Um, but I would describe like living with my parents as one of those, like, like, you know, my mom has like said before, like, you know, I wanted to, I stayed for, you know, we, I I wanted to stay for the kids, for Mm -hmm. the kids, Mm -hmm. stayed for the kids. And, um, I just remember saying like, we didn't ask for that because y'all did not need to stay for it. Like y'all did not need to. (laughs) Because like you guys did not need to do that. Yeah. It was actually worse that you guys didn't separate sooner. Yep. Um, and that was the honest moment I had to have. Like um, that wasn't fun and it wasn't good and it wasn't healthy. And yeah, you know, it, you know, it actually led to conversations. Like I know that for her, she thought that she was just like respecting tradition and church. And I'm like, you were making it harder for us. Mm-hmm. Like we're, you know, I have all sisters. Yeah. So we're all watching one woman make decisions that lead us to say, is this how it's supposed to go? You right. know what I mean? So you have those questions. So when you talk about the benefit of seeing that, whether it was healthy or unhealthy, you get to address, you know, this is why this didn't happen or mm-hmm. this is why. So this actually leads to my answer. So I didn't see a lot of like affection. Um, I would say like intimacy with like, we didn't all like sit down and watch a movie together. Mm-hmm. We didn't like see like my parents, you know, um, doing the dishes together, hanging out, you know, in the kitchen and like kicking us out and be like, you know what right. I mean? Like we didn't see them like hold hands while driving and things mm-hmm. like that. And mm-hmm. so I, I saw that in different places. So then when I got married, it was like, train yourself to do that. Right. Yeah. So, okay. But, um, just to answer your question though, what I think that I would want to talk to my parents about, and like, it would have to be individually, um, for my mom, I would want to have a conversation of like, it's okay to, to, um, show your children intimacy. Mm -hmm. So like, of course, in a non-sexual way, but like my mom was not a touchy person. Yeah. Like she was not, um, like we would reach to hug mm-hmm. and she'd be like, stop. Mm. And like, I, I like was like a very wanting to be present child. Yeah. yeah. And, um, like there wasn't hugs. Like there yeah. wasn't like this, like, like I just want to be held by my mom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't remember a time where I got to like cry in her arms and just like, mm-hmm. and I think that I'd want to, I wouldn't, I'd want to ask why, yeah. That was, you know, like, or talk about that because maybe somewhere along the line, she felt like that showed weakness mm-hmm. or, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so I'd want to talk about the things that you might think are negative would have been negative towards your kids. Like they actually would have helped us a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I'd want to talk about the importance of affection and what she thinks that means, you know, for my dad, you know, I'd want to 
talk to him about sorting his things out before starting a family. Mm. You know, you talk about this with your parents. It's like, what was your lifestyle like? Yeah. Because I genuinely think that my dad is a great person. I think life happened to him so hard, though, that nobody can leave those situations unjaded. Right. Right. Nobody. Mm -hmm. And so you almost kind of step back and you're like, yeah, I don't know how you would have made it out here out of this clean. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's like it sucks because you meet those people that are always in the wrong place at the wrong time, right? Yeah. Or like that have just been dealt a bad hand. And it's not necessarily like, woe is me. It's not that they like chose this life. They they just, things are just happening. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? And so I think that with my dad, I would talk about ways that he can sort that out before bringing children into the world Mm. because it took the adult me to understand him rather than the kid me so anyway that's that's mine okay that is so good so good hit me with your hit me with your uh your final my Mm -hmm. last question (laughs) back to dating go back to your first relationship first serious relationship Uh What was the scariest thing about that first relationship or entering into that first serious relationship? Dang. Um, the scariest thing about entering into first, my first serious relationship, um, I'd say it was the gamble of wasting my time. Oh, yes, queen. I think that because... You'd 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 want to think that once you decide to have a serious relationship, this is the one, mm-hmm. and then you like start to look at the time you've invested. Because like I think about it, each serious relationship I had lasted at least a year, mm-hmm. and like that's that's a lot of time. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's the risk. I think for me, it was it's the risk of. like wasting my time yeah and it wasn't always i wasn't rushing it's just the idea that like man i wasted two christmases on you like you know what i mean like i could have been working on myself if you were just if you weren't gonna be honest about this i could have um you know i could have went for that job you know had i known that you were gonna do you know i wouldn't have stayed in the city you know it's Mm -hmm. like those kind of things so i think um the, the gamble of wasting my time. I mm-hmm. or and, and that other person's, you know what I mean? I'm not it's not just about me. Yeah. So yeah. that's that's the scary thing. Ooh, that that is, is fire. That's it. I ain't even gonna mm-hmm. go. Right. <laughs> Jeez. I relate so much. I'm like, there's let's add that to the list. Um I would say for me the scariest thing it was um uh, allowing my heart to be soft for someone. Mm. I've been really, really, really good at just being like, I'm gonna let you feel like you're, I'm interested in you. I'm gonna make you feel cared for, but that's where it, that's where it stops for me. Is that synonymous to like breaking down a wall? Um, letting my heart be soft. Yeah. Yes. Okay. 
it's letting you into a part of my life that I don't let anybody else into. Okay. Okay. Now I see. You know? Um, and so that's, I think that was the scariest thing for me because I also know I'm a person of investment time. I don't mm-hmm. want to waste it. I very mm-hmm. much relate to that so much. That So I'm like, if I'm here and especially, and I let my heart be soft with you, what? Mm-hmm. Have you met me? You're getting a lot. Right. You're getting bang for your buck. Mm-hmm. So that was definitely the scariest thing that I was like, Oh my god! I'm I'm trying to do this. What? Oh my god! I don't recognize myself anymore. <laughs> that is sc- that is scary. Like, yeah, I let down this wall for you. Mm-hmm. You just gonna waste my time. Hey. The disrespect, right? Put some respect on my name. Cold blooded. <laughs> um. So to put it plainly, because we don't gotta get into that. That's but... crazy though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So that's okay. Short and sweet. I get it. I respect it. Um. Wow. Okay. So as we, um, you know, just start to like wrap this up, I do want to say that I have absolutely enjoyed, um, feedback and interactions. I've actually had a lot of, a a few personal interactions with people about the podcast this week. And I'm almost like, Oh my God, like this is, it's, you know. Yeah. Um, and so I've really enjoyed, we really do enjoy when we um, are uh, approached. Yes. By a listener. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if they recognize this, hopefully I'm, we're not doing anything crazy. <laughs> right. But like if they recognize this and um, they are just in full support of the, the podcast mm-hmm. or even if like, you know, you don't agree with a hundred percent of what's going on. Like if, if you are just willing to have that quick conversation, depending on what your time looks like, right. we're open to that. So I just want to say thank you. Um, I met one, um, listener. She's so cute. Mm-hmm. Uh, she, um, is an athlete at the high school. Yeah. And then I have another listener who, um, he's also an athlete. He is, um, He's he's one of my favorite runners to watch right now. Mm. And I'm like, I can't wait until my kids are older and in sports like this. Mm-hmm. Because the way I scream for these kids, you would think that my seed is somewhere out there. Right. It's crazy. Right. I'm big and pregnant and I'm like, let's last leg. Let's go. Let's go. Right. So I really love, I love, I love that there is a younger range of, mm-hmm. you know, um, listeners. Yeah. Um. So anyway, we just really do enjoy that feedback um absolutely so grateful this last week um i had a personal interaction i was spending some time with some family mm-hmm. this is something this is new to you as well um I oh i have something talking- to do okay, oh yeah okay, i love new things okay, okay. um but i was talking with one of my family members and she had sent our podcast to um some of the executives at her company mm. and um I was just like, I was so blown away Mm -hmm. because she was like, you guys are having conversations that even in the workplace, we need to be having these conversations. And so, you know, I thought I was like, it's just a family member supporting us. And I'm like, I'm grateful for that alone. But for her to go and like kind of, you know, recommend our podcast, that's a personal person or a person who is, you know, in relation to her in her life and to be like, let's, you know, have these conversations in the workplace. I was just like... I was in tears that night because I was like, man, I'm, I guess, so overwhelmed, like, with mm-hmm. gratefulness. And that's, you know, why we just continue to do what we're doing and have these conversations. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, okay. That is, this This is going to make, make me emotional. But remember, so earlier this week, I posted a video um, about just some reflecting mm-hmm. I had um, 
with a last episode we had and then um, how I really felt about it now. So I think I talked about like body shaming and how I really felt now with my insecurities during my Mm -hmm. pregnancy. So I, I posted that video and then the next day, I was at um, the track meet. Yeah. And there was a woman that walked up to me and she was like, hey, can I ask you a question? And I was like, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know. And she was like, um, how old are you? And I'm like, 35. And she was like, how is it? And I was like, being 35 or what? Right. <laughs> you know, what are you like, wearing? She was like, being pregnant in 35. Yeah. And so I, and I said, can you tell me what your context is and what you're wanting to? Yeah. So she has a teenage son. And she's also black and she is like, she was there for, I think he was running too, but she was like, you look great. And I just, I want to know how your experience is going being over the age of 30 and being pregnant. Mm -hmm. And I was, it, it, it triggered me because I'm like, I know the, the typical societal, Mm. you know, image around being pregnant over 30, you know, geriatric pregnancy. It's so weird. Right. Over 35. But so, like, um, she just wanted to know. And so I pretty much was like, listen, if don't get stuck on the terminology that the doctors are going to give you. Yeah. Be good to your body. Mm-hmm. Be ready for anything. And you know what I mean? Like, take care of your body. You know, yeah. she was thinking about trying again. And it just made me think, like, wow, like, I'm struggling with my own thing. But there are people that are even approaching this at this age or at this stage and they're like okay it looks like you're carrying it well so I want to know how you feel yeah and it's just it's interesting to be almost like having to talk yourself up meanwhile somebody is like can you talk me up yeah yeah and it's like you got to put yourself to the side and realize like wow like Mm -hmm. Wow, like I'm not the only one, you know? Yeah. So I had a good conversation with her. But it just was the timing because I had just put that video out and was like, yeah, I'm struggling. So, anyway, I'm grateful for those interactions. Yeah. We are grateful for um, listeners inboxing us, DMing us, leaving comments. We love it all. So, um, just keep keep doing it, please. Yes. We're (laughs) grateful. We appreciate it. It's helpful for us. so yeah, um, until next time, um, we, uh, yeah, let this sit with you and, and let us know what you guys think. Yep. We'll okay. see you guys soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.